Hello, welcome to another episode of You Had Me at Romcom. I'm Jessica Richards. And I'm Chloe Jacobs. And this is the podcast where we talk about your favorite romantic comedies and why we love slash hate them. So for this episode, I got to pick a rom-com, and so I picked Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is not only one of my favorite rom-coms, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. So good. Oh my God. <laughs> and then Jason Siegel wrote the whole damn thing. I had no yeah. idea. I'm I'm just impressed. Yeah. It was yeah. Amazing. He said that it's actually based on like a bunch of his breakups. Including one where he broke up, he got broken up with while being naked. <laughs> Which we will definitely be getting into <laughs> that because we see a lot of his penis in this movie. Oh, yeah. Which, good for him. I mean, I'm, I'm into it. I, I, I have to say, like, it's, it's impressive. I don't blame him, you know. I'd yeah. show that off if that was mine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this movie so much. I saw it multiple times in the theaters. And you don't know this, but... Uh, I was so obsessed with this movie that when Brad and I got married and we took our honeymoon, we actually stayed at that hotel, Turtle Bay. Oh my god, wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's insane. Yeah, and we stayed in one of those bungalows, like where Sarah Marshall stays. Oh my god. And I, the whole honeymoon, I was like, we have to do all the Sarah Marshall things. That is hysterical. I did not know that. That is a (laughs) fun fact. I love movie locations and TV show. I am really into it. I think it's so cool. When Brad and I went to Hawaii the first time, we did like all the Lost tours because I love the TV show Lost. Mm -hmm. So this go around, we did like all the Sarah Marshall stuff. That is adorable. I'm going to need to see pictures. Oh, (laughs) I have pictures. And like we even went up to that Leia point where Mm -hmm. they jump off. Did y'all jump? Oh my God, Brad wanted to jump so bad. There were all these people jumping and it looked so dangerous. There was a paramedic just waiting that just stands by because people jump off all the time. That that to me is a red flag. Oh my, all I could think, he really wanted to do it and I just kept going, no, 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 no. Because all I could see was like, my life flashing before my eyes of, like, having to take care of a paralyzed husband. <laughs> like, it happened on the honeymoon. Like, like we're going to be on the news. Um, oh, my God. He's not in good enough shape to handle a fall like that. Because it really is, like, there's rocks at the bottom and the current's really strong. And then you have to climb up this, like, slant of slippery rocks to get back up onto the cliff. Forget the, it. Yeah. The whole thing was, like, a terrible idea. But he really wanted to do it. Just for the... You know, and I remember when that scene happened, I was like... I bet they had some stunt doubles for this. Um, oh, they must have. It, it is, I mean, it's doable. We saw people doing it, but it looked, it looked crazy. Yeah, I bet. Um, but yeah, this, this movie, you know, I only saw it once in the theaters, so this is the first time I've seen it since it came out. Well, I'm so excited and to I'm bring so, it back into your life. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I, I totally forgot what an enjoyable, amazing movie this is. The cast. Um, so the cast I'm, is so good. I'm excited to get into it. Let's get into it. This is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It starts with um, Jason Siegel as Peter, and he is just lounging at home waiting for his girlfriend to come home, and she calls to say she's coming home. And then he does what I think we all do, where it's like, uh, he's like, no, no, I'm just working, but he's really on the couch. Like, a salad, but he's eating like a bowl of cereal. Like, he's just lying to her. <laughs> yeah, like, story of my life. <laughs> like, I'm so busy right now. And... Ugh. He, like, has to get himself all ready so he looks good for her. After after he's then seen the, like, Access Hollywood, like, yes. his own damn girlfriend, and, like, he's on Access Hollywood. Yeah, because Sarah Marshall is a famous TV actress. For a very, like, CSI-type show. Yeah, crime scene. Yes, <laughs> with, with very much, like, the same kind of, 
jargon in it. Like, oh, the, yeah. the bad jokes. Her like and, Her and William Baldwin, Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Um, it's They really, you know, went into it with that. Like, I... Yeah, I love that it... The jokes in this movie is that everybody commits 100%. So, like, when they're doing the cheesy CSI show, they're committed to acting as if this is a drama. Oh, I mean, they, they go full in. I love it. It makes it all the more entertaining, you know. And uh, just just to notice, you know, that uh, when they do that Access Hollywood is the first time in a while I've seen Billy Bush since he got fired for the whole Trump thing. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even, like, oh, my God, that went right over my head. That's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) so he makes a cameo in this movie. Yeah, before everything went downhill for him. So, yeah, we see him getting ready for Sarah to come home, and he gets cleaned up. And the Access Hollywood piece is, like, this little montage about how, like, Sarah Marshall's on top of the world, and she's got this boyfriend who is uh, doing music for the TV show, and it's, like... You know, look at how great her life is. And it seems like this kind of picture-perfect couple. So totally. Like, it, like every tabloid sells you. Absolutely. So, yeah, she comes home. He's in a towel. I love how he then just opens up the towel. Just and drops the towel. And starts <laughs> just, like, you can hear, like, the... Of his dick, like, yeah, hitting, hitting his, his thigh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she drops the bomb. She's, oh, yeah, she's like, uh, we need to talk. Right away, he's like, oh, are you breaking up with me? And... Boom, there's his dick. I remember when I saw it in the theater, everybody just like gasped because it was like, oh wow, that's a big, that's a big penis. Yeah. Number one. And also, wow, it's full frontal in, in a movie. Yeah, we don't really get to see full frontal male nudity. And when we do, it's like, it's rated X or. Yes. Not allowed in normal movies. For some reason, we can't handle it, I guess. I guess so, but this is, like, one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen because they're playing it so serious, and there's his penis. And he's so vulnerable. Yeah, like, your your heart is breaking, but at the same time, you cannot take your eyes off the sides. (laughs) Yeah, like, he is is showing you what he's got. Um, And he won't put clothes on. Yeah, and she's like, please put some clothes on. And he's just like, like... what you want? You wanted me to pick out the outfit you're gonna break up with me. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, if I put my clothes on, it's over. Yeah. Um, it's it's a great scene. I think that like, and I I had no idea that this happened to him in real life. So that's really yeah. interesting to me. Like broken up while you're naked. That talk about a uh, being exposed. You know. Well, and it's, it's like the shortest breakup too. Mm-hmm. Because she says this whole thing about how you know like we're leading different lives, we're growing apart, and he's immediately like, who's the dude? Which I personally hate that because mm-hmm. it's like you're not willing to just take what she's saying that maybe you guys just aren't a good fit. And then it turns out that there is a dude, which is kind of a bummer. And it's the dude that he just saw in Access Hollywood, Russell Brand. Yeah, Russell I, Brand, who this is the first time I'd ever seen Russell Brand in anything. The same here. It was what was this his debut? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming. Maybe in the States? Yeah, maybe in the States. Um, but he's playing Aldous Snow, who's like a famous. Popish kind of singer? Yeah. Does he sing pop music? I can't tell. You know, and then they're showing the music video. He's singing about, like... You gotta do something. Yeah, saving the world. <laughs> He's actually got a very pleasant voice. I have to say, I know the lyrics are cheesy and everything, but I was like, oh, this is like... he's. I good. love him in this movie. I think he's so funny. He's so perfectly suited for it because I think a lot of times we see Russell Brand and he's so over the top. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, a very 
on the nose, like perfect Russell Brand for this character. Yeah, no, he's great in this. I I remember when I saw it, I was like, it was the first time I'd ever seen him, and I was like, oh my god, he's hilarious. He's gonna be a star. Oh yeah. Um, Later we find out that that's the dude. It's just yeah. So immediately, you know, Peter falls into a post breakup depression. Oh yeah. Oh, but also what I was gonna say is that. It's such a short breakup for what we learn later was a five and a half year relationship. Right. For her to just be like, we're leading different lives. Who's the dude? There's no dude. There is a dude. I gotta go. It's not like somebody she had just been dating for a little bit. I was like, this no. isn't working for me. This is like a live in. Were they living together? Wait, am I? I don't know if they were living. I mean, I think they were living together. We never see her place, but we also never see her move out. That's so true. You know what? I'm, I'm not sure, but. I mean, if I was dating somebody for five and a half years, I feel like the breakup would be, like, this brutally long day mm-hmm. and then, like, conversations after. Oh, I mean, I, when my ex and I, we were together for eight years and we lived together for almost oh. eight years. I mean, that was not a quick breakup. Granted, my dad did break up with him for me. <laughs> oh, my God. dad took him to coffee and was like, this isn't working. Because <laughs> I was scared to break up with him. And apparently... Mm. He wasn't happy either, but then again, like, it still took him a good almost three weeks to move out of my house because it was, like, a long, dragged-out thing. This is somebody you spent almost a decade with. Yeah. So. It's a quick cut in this one. Yes. I guess they got to get. The plot moving. (laughs) The (laughs) The plot moving. They're like, realistically, we cannot show what really happens after the end of a five-year breakup. Yeah. But but then comes that post-breakup thing. Yeah, which. You know, watching it makes me sad because I'm just like, <laughs> I remember I had the thought rewatching. I was like, God, I hate breakups. I yeah. hate breakups so much. It's enough to make you never want to date again because you're just like, I don't want to feel that ever again. You know? Um, he immediately wants to start fucking other people, which he says bluntly. Yes, at the bar. <laughs> this is the before the days of Tinder. He's just straight up like to these women, I'm very sexually attracted to you. You want to come home? You want to come home? <laughs> and like they're kind of like, what? So you see him on a string of these kind of one-night one stands. Dance. Yeah. Yeah, and he, we get to meet his um, stepbrother, who's Bill Hader. Oh, I love him. The voice of reason in this movie because he's in like this committed marriage to, um, mm-hmm. uh, I think she's just Liz in the movie, but it's Liz Kakowski, who's a great writer. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is with him at this bar, and he's like, why are, why are we here? You know, he's just like, I have to get laid, you know. Um, and then laid he does. Yeah, he does. And with some interesting women, and it kind of perfectly plays out this, like, person who's just gone through this horrible breakup who's trying to just get back out there and rebound, but how horrible it feels afterwards, like oh, in the yeah. emptiness and the awkwardness of sleeping Well, the first with time, it's with um, uh, June Diane Rayfield, and afterwards he starts crying. Oh, my God, my heart when that happened. Like, because it's just like, it's not the love of your life anymore. Yeah. It's not this, it's the emptiness you feel after something like that. Oh, God. And he's you know? not ready. No, no. He shouldn't be doing this, but he's just trying to feel better. And you can tell that, like, as it goes on, he's not really enjoying himself with these women that he's taking home. And he's like, that's when he's like, okay, I need to do something else. I'm, I want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, he, well, he loses his job. I mean, I don't know if he loses it, but he, he, he destroys the set at work. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he's straight up, like, could you imagine? He has to work with Sarah Marshall. Yeah, having to work with your ex, and then you're straight up watching this giant screen and having to put the music behind on, because he's doing yeah, the music, um, for her TV show and just having to look at her 
big blown up beautiful face and he takes the music stand and destroys the screen yeah so and bill Hader's like you think you should take a vacation yeah it's like and he chooses to go to hawaii and his reasoning is well there's this place that sarah was always talking about Mm -hmm. which is just also troublesome because it's like you should be doing what you want to do yeah it is like he's chasing after her even though he doesn't know that she's there oh and 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 like it's like, what are the odds? So he shows up to this hotel, and he just enter Mila Kunis. Oh my god, I love her. Beautiful. So she's so pretty. She's like, she's just one of those. Ugh. She's so likable. Mm-hmm. Just like, just right off the bat, you like her. Yeah, and she plays the cool girl. Yeah, and and she's also just again beautiful. She is um, working at the front desk of the hotel. Yeah, yeah, and he just arrives there, and she's like, wow, spur of the moment. That's brave because <laughs> he doesn't have a room or reservation or anything he just jumps on a plane and goes to hawaii and ends up at turtle bay which is where i stayed for my honeymoon Amazing. <laughs> and it, there's only one room available the kapua suite which is like six grand a night uh which he can't afford but then sarah marshall walks in he's like oh my god that's my ex-girlfriend well after she's like sarah marshall's here everyone's excited and he's like yeah i used to date her okay yeah, at first he sees her and he says something where you think he's about to say like, um, oh, isn't this fate that we run into each other? And then all the snow comes in and it's... It's very clear that they are there together. Oh my God. And that they're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's so uncomfortable. And he's about to say like, I, there's no room for me. And that's when Mila Kunis saves him and is like, oh, we booked you for the Kapua suite. For four nights. Mm-hmm. Which is $24,000. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, thank you, you know, Sarah Marshall and I'll just leave. And he's like, thank you, but I really, I can't afford that. And she's like, nobody can. And I love this line because <laughs> she says, nobody can, only like Oprah or Celine Dion. And I just, <laughs> this is just a little fun fact about me. I'm obsessed with Celine Dion. She is <laughs> like my religion. So I, of course, got really excited when they name dropped her. <laughs> um, but she lets him stay there for free. Which is like, how is she not going to get in trouble? Is she, you know? That's, uh, that's I think, the fantasy of the movie. She's like, nobody can stay there unless you're Oprah or Celine Dion. And so just, you know, just take care of the room. Like, we won't send a maid or anything. I love it. I think she was just, you immediately are like, I like this girl. She's yeah. looking out for him. And he's like, why are you doing this? And she's like, she's already here with somebody else. That's not right. Which, again, Mila Kunis is just winning my heart, you know. And she's going to start winning his, clearly. And something <laughs> I really like in this movie, too, that even though it's, like, a, a movie that's from his side, I like that we get a lot of shots of Sarah Marshall also because mm-hmm. I think breakups are not one-sided. No. Everybody. And it'd be really easy to make her just the bitch in this movie. And we get to then – she's leaving and she's walking with Russell Brand and we see her kind of, like, rattled by that whole thing. And Russell Brand's like, do you want to change rooms or, like, do you want to go somewhere else? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. We can stay. And I like that we get to see – there's different moments like that throughout where it's like she's not just – She's also suffering from the breakup. It's not – Yeah, it's not easy. No. Even though she's already got somebody else, it's still – the reality is that you were with this person for five and a half years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you can rip the Band-Aid off. You can break up with the person. But there's going to be lingering feelings and problems. And and that night he goes to dinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> where we see guy. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill before he got real buff. Early Jonah Hill. Yeah, love him. Um, <laughs> and that's where Peter's going to have dinner by himself, and he's like, alone? Do you uh, want a magazine to read yeah. or something? And it's going to be boring. <laughs> as a single woman, I have to say, I go eat alone all the time, and now I'm all of a sudden like, wait, is that weird? But, you know. I have a hard 
hard time eating alone because I do think it's kind of boring, but I do love to go see a movie by myself. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because I feel like when I go to the movies, I don't like bringing someone who maybe doesn't want to see the movie because then I'm like more self-conscious while I'm watching it of like... They're not enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Do they not think this is funny? Are they bored? So I like to go see some of my like depressing independent films alone. (laughs) Because I know that most people don't like that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. See, whereas I really don't like watching movies by myself. Really? Or things like that. No, I get lonely because I want somebody to, like, experience it with, you know? Uh, um, I feel like I experience it, like, with the – this is where I'm going to sound like a nerd – with the characters. Like, I oh feel like God. I get sucked <laughs> up into this world and, like, I fully am, like, in this reality and then yeah. I don't like having somebody next to me, like, bringing me out of it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I, I just love how Jonah Hill's like, you here with your girlfriend? I mean, no, your wife? No. And then he's like, your girlfriend? No. Oh, man. Like, you waiting for somebody? <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, oh, that's so depressing, you know? Oh, and then he's like, you're so lucky. We got you a great table. That's Aldous Snow. <laughs> and, like, here are these stars. And, and he's literally at a table where he's facing the two of them eating. And don't they try to get him to... They say, like, do you want to come meet with us? And he's like, no. And then um, behind him is there's a woman's like, I say yes to your marriage proposal. Oh, my God. It's just surrounded by love. Mm-hmm. And during a breakup, I I don't know. My heart hurts for him. Oh, my God. He's so alone. You get Mila Kunis calls him up in his room and is like, are you okay? We're getting complaints about a hysterical woman crying. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess it's like the person above me. <laughs> Like, You're on the top floor. <laughs> Poor guy. You know, he really he really uh, commits hard to those scenes of him, like, sobbing. Yeah, that's one of the things I really like, too, is that, you know, you don't usually see men being emotional. Mm-hmm. But he, like, lets it out, you know? Yeah, and I think that men should be allowed to be emotional. Oh, of course, of course. And I, that, I really just love that about him in this role. And that not only is he crying, he's, like, doing it, in a way that you would normally see a woman crying, you know, which yeah. is so great. Just openly sobbing. Mm-hmm. On the floor. Holding himself on the floor. Which, hey, you know, there's something about crying on the floor. I've done yeah, it. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> it's, it's, it does feel good. It does feel good because sometimes you're just like, I'm just going to get on the floor in a little ball right now. Yeah. And it works, you know. And so he's grieving. He goes to the bar. We, see, we get a lot of bar scenes on this. He goes to the bar and we see Rachel. Rachel comes down, and she kind of teases him a little bit about, you know, did you get that woman out of your room? And it was also after he was talking to a newlywed. Yeah, we've got Jack McBrayer is playing. Um, he's a newlywed with um, his wife, who I don't think we ever hear her name in it. No, I don't think we do, but we do know that they're trying to start to have a sexual relationship, and they're really struggling. Yeah, throughout the movie, they have a really hard time with having, like, a good sex life. And uh, you, you often see that... He's at the bar alone while his wife is, like, waiting for him in the hotel room. And he's yes, just she like, wants it. And he's just like, I can't do this. So it's kind of funny that, you know, you also see this newlywed couple that when you see them checking in at the hotel counter, they seem so happy. And then you see him at the bar, like, so stressed out about it. But, yeah, so after he talks to him a little bit, Rachel shows up and... Kind of teases him. And I just... I love her so much in this. She gets to just be so cool. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I remember when I went to college when I was a freshman and you're, like, starting over, you know? You're, like, whoever I was in high school is over. I can be whoever I want now. Mm-hmm. I was totally, like, I am going to be 
the cool girl. And I worked so hard at it. I was like, yeah, I know everything about sports. No big deal. And like, yeah, I don't want to get married. No, who wants kids? And like, I'm not interested in relationships. I just want it to be like, go with the flow. That lasted about a year. And I was like, this is no longer fun because you don't get to have any like emotions. You just have to be cool all the time. Yeah. And I think I made the mistake of being that girl for way too long in my twenties. You know, it's a hard role to play too many guy friends. You don't, you don't really have very many girlfriends. And then, yeah, I was friends with all guys my freshman year of college, Like, like almost exclusively guys. And I think, I mean, like I, I did that for a really long time and I enjoyed it. I loved my guy friends and then they all started getting married and I was like, Oh shit. Well, and it's being the cool girl is hard because you want to be so go with the flow. And then the first time you have like a reaction to something, they're like, whoa, whoa, you lied to me. I thought you were cool. Or like, are you on your period? Which that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Um, But it's true. Like we're saying these things now. We never see her with any girlfriends. Mm -mm. She's only friends with guys that work at the hotel. Yeah, there's no other girls at the hotel. There's not really a lot of women in this movie at all. There's... Kristen Bell, who's Sarah Marshall, and Mila Kunis, and then there's Jack McBrayer's wife. Who we don't know her name, yeah, and then... No, but she's, she, she's that redhead, she was in, like, Strangers with Candy, and she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you also have Liz, who's Bill Hader's wife, and I think that's the only women we see in this movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody like, who else are characters. Yeah, everybody else is. We've got Jonah Hill, we get an appearance from Paul Rudd. Oh my love God, his love Paul character. Rudd in this movie so much. He's so funny. He's the surf instructor. And... Oh my God! Can we talk about such a handsome man? I love it. Uh, he he never ages. He always looks great. I know. I know. I mean, marry me, Paul Rudd. <laughs> um, anyway, you see him getting real drunk. He plays a good drunk. Uh, he does play a good drunk. You know, it's very believable, um, and I love it. Uh, so yeah, they're they're kind of teasing each other at the bar, and you kind of see that like, oh, there's a little bit of flirtation going on, and. And that's where it stands. Mm-hmm. We get, like, these moments with her. It's, like, peppered in. It's like a real slow build rom-com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, To the point that um, you almost are like, how long have they been at the hotel? Remember I asked yeah. you during it. I was like, wait, she got he got four nights? How many nights has it been it is, already? So the whole movie takes place in four days. We have the first, I mean, except for the part, the breakup. Mm-hmm. The part, once he gets to Hawaii, it's four days. Mm-hmm. We have the day that he gets there, and then that night he goes to dinner with the, where he sees Aldous and Sarah. And then the second day is when there's a luau that night. And then the third day is when he ends up having dinner with... I'm, I'm just jumping ahead. But it, the third day is when he has dinner with Sarah, Aldous, and Rachel. Yeah. And then the fourth day is when he leaves. So it is like but a because jam-packed this, vacation because we get all days. Yeah, but because it is like a slow build, you're like, it seems longer. But yeah. Um, but I also appreciate there are so many romantic comedies where it like ends with the kiss. Mm-hmm. And I... I really appreciate that that's not... I can't, that kind of bugs me where it's like the whole movie is just leading up to one kiss. Yeah. Like, yeah. like never been kissed. <laughs> which, which I love. No, um, I know, but, but, it's, but true. it's fun to see like, you know, once he kind of does start getting with Rachel, we get a little bit of like a romance, which I like personally. Yeah. So yeah, he, he has that night at the bar um, and then... We see him kind of starting to build himself back up a little bit. He he meets Paul Rudd. They go surfing, and he's like, he says that thing where he's like, if you got attacked by a shark, would you go swimming again? And he's like, probably not. <laughs> but he's like, he's basically telling him, you know, like, get back on the horse. And when he talks to uh, Bill Hader and Liz, they're like... Uh, via Skype. Via Skype. <laughs> yeah, they're so funny in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they get to be like this great functional relationship, just kind of like giving him advice. 
he says, like, there's this cute girl at the front desk, and Liz Kikowski is like, go ask her out. And so he kind of gets that in his head. So he goes to the luau, like, oh intent to ask her, ask her out. Compliments her dress, which is, by the way, the hotel uniform. I love it. It's so cute. He's like, you he's look beautiful. Trying. He's so trying. He's and like, she- I love your dress. It's so beautiful. And then, like, three more people walk by in that dress. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh, oh. And of course. But he's also been in a relationship for five and a half years. He doesn't know what he's doing. And then at the luau, Jonah Hill gets up on stage and is like, we have a special guest. Aldous Snow is here. And... Of course, Aldous Snow, his character, is just, like, trying to play it off, like, God, I don't even want to get up there. You and know? he gets up there and performs a song. That is the most, like, sexual... Yeah, it's called Inside of You. Inside of You. And I wrote down one of the lyrics. Yes, let's hear it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he dedicates it to Sarah. Of course. And he says, um, teach me how to grow while I'm moving inside of you. And he's also <laughs> doing these very... He's gyrating lots on the stage. Yeah, lots and of I am impressed by how well he can move in skin-tight leather pants. Right? Yes. And he's he's flexible, that's for sure. He seems like the yoga type. Um, so, yeah, he's singing the song, and of course, you know, Peter... It just hurts. Yeah, he's just got to get up and leave. He he Then then comes the scene where... Well, he asks Rachel out, and she's like, yeah, sure, let's go hang out. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, this disconnect, because he's like, do you want to go do something not hotel-related? And she's like, yeah, let's... A bunch of us are going out. And I think that's, like, such a common thing where you're trying to ask somebody out and then you get, like, thrown into this friend group. Yeah, and you're like, am I getting ready to get friend-zoned here? Yeah, is this a date or is this not a date? Exactly. But they, it feels datey to me because they go to the beach and they're just sitting by themselves. They start talking about their past relationships. Yeah, they're having that heart-to-heart and she is, like says that, you know, she's been in Hawaii because she moved out there. She was with a guy for two years who was a surfer, you know, and... and then they got there, and he cheated on and her. And he cheated on her, but she decided to stay. She quit school, she says. Yeah, because remember, she's the cool girl. Mm-hmm. So she says this line about, like, there doesn't have to be a future in this. Yeah. About her working at the hotel. Yeah. And she's the, now we're starting to see she's, like, too cool. Where it's like, oh, okay. there's There's troubles in this. <laughs> and he's just, you know... They're, they're discussing their past relationships. They're having that. They're connecting, and you're just like, okay. And then all of a sudden, she turns, she snaps. Oh, yeah, she turns psychopath when she sees her ex-boyfriend there. Who then starts to try to beat the shit out of Peter. And yeah. you're just like, <laughs> and she starts, you know, she turns into like this wild, but you know. one of the girls on Flavor of Love. Yes, <laughs> which, by the way, love Flavor of Love. I love the reference. But you know what? Still, even though that was forever ago, she is still, Tiffany Pollard from Flavor of Love is still very much. Shout out to yeah. Tiffany. I love you, Tiffany. Uh, New York, yeah. We get to see, during their heart-to-heart, though, she finds out that, like, he hates his job. Mm-hmm. And that he's working on this Dracula opera kind of as a hobby. And she says about how she quit school. Mm-hmm. So, like... They're both kind of, of figuring it out, you yeah, know? Yeah, these are, and those things kind of come back because they both encourage each other to do those things throughout the movie, which I love. Yeah, because you want a partner who's going to support you and who's, you know, going to encourage you to go after your dreams and not let you just be complacent. And Yeah, I love how this movie, I just feel like it really shows, like, good relationships yeah, throughout it. Because I think when he was with Sarah Marshall... She did not encourage him. She didn't encourage him. But not only that, he probably just felt comfortable. Like, she's the breadwinner. She's on this show. True. And he uh, was fine being in the shadow. Mm-hmm. And then he's, you know, he's doing the music for the show, and he's just like, I'm fine with that. You know, so... And he's doing the music for her show, even though he hates that job. Mm-hmm. 
And, but it's like, again, just this comfortable and just hitching his wagon to her. Mm-hmm, exactly. Riding her coattails. And I, I think that he needed that breakup to happen to, to spread his wings. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And when they go to the Lazy Joe's, the bar, uh, Mila Kunis gets, well, goes and like, I have a surprise for you. And then they're like, uh, here from the States is this guy singing a song from his Dracula opera. I love how he is so just like, I don't want to do this. I can play yeah. something else because, like, this alone, the context, y'all yeah. aren't going to get it. Dracula opera. And she's just like, do it. And then he puts on the voice everything. Oh, he gets into it. I, I, and he's so embarrassed, but he's like, oh, fine. Like, you see him right before he does it, be like, this is going to be so embarrassing. My favorite line is at the end with of the song, my favorite lyric is the die, 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 I can't. <laughs> because Dracula is immortal. Um, and she's cheering throughout. You can tell people in the bar are like, what is this? Yeah. But, but she's, she's cheering him on. She's and... a fan. She's into it. And she, she loves it. And also, there's a little part where he runs to the bathroom. Yeah. And he while he's at the urinal, There's all these topless pics of girls all over the That have wall. been, like, at the bar. and What a classy bar. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, there's Rachel looking pretty... Out of it, I'm pretty drunk. Yeah, with with her with her boobs out. No, but it's also like that's that's how you get women to show their tits is you have to get them mm-hmm. inebriated and, and do it against their will or whatever. Course, course them because she says like my ex boyfriend really wanted me to do it, which is just gross. Yeah. Um, but also he's like I can take it down for you, and she's like no, like the owner will kill Beat you. you up, yeah. yeah, you can tell he's also just trying to look out for her. Like hey, why you know I don't, you know I know they don't know each other that well, but he's like I. I'll take that down for you. So not all yeah, these men are looking. he doesn't judge her. Yeah, and there's no judgment at all. There's no, like, uh, I can't believe flag. you did that. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that. No, or like, like, what else have you done? Oh, my God, or the controlling thing of, like, I don't want other people to see your body. Yeah, it's more of, like, for her, like, hey, I'm sure you yeah, want that out there. Yeah, he just seems like there. such a nice guy. And I think that's part of why I'm so attracted to him in this movie. I have such a crush on Jason Segel anyway. Mm-hmm. But I am so, my type in life is, like, nerdy nice guys. I just love them. So much. Um, I love the funny guy who's also just, like, so awkward. Yeah. If you know my husband, you would know that's very true of Brad. The sweetest guy ever. <laughs> he is the most awkward person. No, he's so sweet. <laughs> but it's so endearing. Yeah, that's, I mean, people, at, like, that's his thing is he's nice. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Jessica's husband's so nice. He is, though. And I love that. And I love that in this movie. Is I want just, a nice guy. <laughs> Peter's just such a nice guy throughout. Mm-hmm. And it never wavers. Even when he makes mistakes, he's, like, so nice about it. He's just, like, a good person. Yeah. So they have this moment at the bar, but then he – she takes him back to the hotel. He tries to kiss her, and she – Pushes him away. Yeah. And she says, like, let's not make this complicated. And you're just like, well, what? What? Mila Kunis, yeah, I thought I, I was with him. I thought we were going somewhere. Yeah, so he gives her a handshake, which I just want to die when I see that. You know, it's just like, oh, my God, handshake. Well, and we get to see, you know, she's so encouraging of the Dracula song that she hears. And then we get to see, like, a a clip from his past with Sarah where he was singing the song. And she says this great thing where she's like, don't play it again. Yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah. Let's just chalk it up to that. Please don't play it again. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. I, I, I write songs, and I, I don't know how I would feel if someone listened to it and said, don't play it again. And you can also see for her, like, this is not the right relationship for her because she is like, please don't make me listen to your dumb songs again. Oh, God, yeah. It's and, just not a good relationship for anybody. But And it's interesting because at first there's a couple of flashbacks where he's thinking of her and he's missing her. Yeah. But then, then you start to say, okay, he's starting to remember that this wasn't perfect, perfect which... You know, he's taking off those rose-colored glasses, which 
you know. Yeah, exactly. In the beginning when he's having those one night stands, we see him having flashbacks of all the best times with Sarah. Yeah. And then the closer he gets to Rachel, we start to get flashbacks of like the not great times. And the real like realizing that like it wasn't a perfect relationship. No. And maybe this is going to be okay. So but yeah, it is weird to see them shake hands at the end of what we thought was this date. Um, but it's okay, you know. And then he goes to the bar and he's like, I don't understand. I went on a date with Rachel. And the bartender's like, that wasn't a date. She lurks in customer service. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bet you think strippers like you too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that line. So I like that line. Like, okay, don't get it twisted. But then crime scene gets canceled. And they're, Sarah Marshall and Peter are both out of a job, we learn. Yes. And this is when, like, we really start to get cracks in the Sarah Aldis relationship because they seemed perfect and they were having such a great time. And when she tells him, you know, she's upset that her show just got canceled, she's out of a job. And he's like, great, that's what you wanted. And she's like, she, she says that line, which is such a Hollywood thing. It's like, no, yeah, I can start my long way to transition into my film career, whatever. <laughs> and it's like... Isn't that weird? Like, I, you know, I'm sure as an actress, I don't really care if I'm on TV or film. Like, it's just to be working. And so she's, like, talking about, I'm a working actress. And he's like, well, actually, you're unemployed. Yeah, and he's like, come with me on tour. I'm going on an 18-month tour, which is very long. But he's immediately like, you can be the queen of the groupies. groupies. Oh, what an insult. Could you imagine? Like, might as well slap me right across the face because that's just. It's disgusting. Yeah, and uh, you can see that. She's starting to be like, wait a second. Yeah, wait a second. Who the hell is this guy? And he's Ugh. not even like, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the, the cracks are starting to show with but that. Then um, when she tells Peter, like Peter sees her alone drinking at the bar and he sits down with her and she's like, the show is canceled. And she gives that bullshit answer about, when's my long-awaited transition to film? And he's like, you can cut the bullshit. Like, this just is tell not- me how you feel. Yeah, I love how he's like, this isn't the view. Like, yeah. <laughs> like... And we get to see her be vulnerable, and she says, like, she's scared of what's going to happen That to she's going to lose her. She's going to fade away from the spotlight. And yeah. uh, then he make, then he says a line that makes me want to die because I'm over 30. He's like, you've got a long career. You're four years until you're 30. And I'm just like. <laughs> I know, but he's kidding. I know he's kidding, but, like. <laughs> but uh, it's very true out here. Uh, Guys, it's bleak. Uh, Hollywood is bleak. <laughs> and, okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, so they have this little moment. Um, yeah, where he comforts her mm-hmm. when Aldous didn't, and you start to see her maybe... Missing him. Yeah, did I make a mistake? Yeah. That's when uh, they go on a hike, Rachel and Peter go on a hike to and lay a point. And you first see Sarah spy that they're together. At she the, sees them being happy. And she, you can tell that she's like, wait a second, is he hooking up with the front desk? Uh, Is he moving on? Lady, yeah, and not only that, she's really pretty. And She's so pretty. Um, I love we get that scene later where she's like, you're so pretty. Yeah, when she, like, goes up afterwards, like, hey, are you hanging she kind out with of Peter? Like, trying yeah. to get the information. But, yeah, so you see that happen. And, and then the point, the Laia point scene, I think, is, like, a big, I mean, first of all, we get their first kiss there. But it's, like, this big turning point for both of them, I think, because that's when, um, he says something like, it's great that we both got hurt because now we're, like, impervious to pain because, like, nothing else can hurt us worse than they hurt us. We could just jump off this cliff. And then he tries to kiss Rachel, and she does jump off the cliff. And he's like, Instead I made of kissing her. her. <laughs> like, I made her kill herself. Um, also, the impervious to pain. I wish that were true, right? Because yeah. it's very hard, you know. It's I, not true. He's just. Yeah, I know. It's, it's such a movie. As a single woman who's been in you know, couple relationships, I have to say that 
every breakup hurts. And, you know, after that, it feels like dating starts to hurt because you just have this fear of, like, what's going to happen next. Oh, Jesus. Like when yeah, this is a weird movie for me because I've been in a relationship for 13 years. Yeah, so it's... So, like, it's been a while since I've had a breakup. And yeah. even then I didn't have, like, I guess brutal breakups because I was never in, like, a serious relationship before Brad. Um, I did have a fantasy when I started dating Brad. I was like, this will be my big breakup. Mm-hmm. And I'll cut my hair and dye it brown. <laughs> I was like, this will be great. I'll be so emotional. I'll do the whole, like, emotional breakup. And then we didn't break up. So one day I was like, fuck it. And I just dyed my hair and cut it short. It's amazing. So <laughs> your your post-breakup thing plan. Well, I was still in a relationship. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> so you, I was like, what is happening? This is taking too long. I hate my hairstyle. That is amazing. Well, no, I mean, I just think that that was interesting he said that because I'm like, that's not true, dude. Like, you're not impervious. You know, like, yeah. you're going to you're gonna feel pain. But uh, again, I think Hollywood, that would be too much to fit into that's a That's also movie. that, like, roller coaster when you're dealing with grief where you hit a point and you're like, I'm over it. And uh, then, like, you hit another bump in a minute, and you're like, I'm not over it. Yeah, it's like waves, it, yeah. you know, which is interesting because they're by the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make this much deeper than it is. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's what, uh, when he's like, we, we could jump off here. She's like, okay, well, let's just jump. And he's like, I meant it as a metaphor. <laughs> and then. But then they do jump. She jumps, and then. He almost kills himself jumping. Yeah, she peer pressures him to jump, and he jumps, but chickens out. So he, he bails. He crawls on the jump, and then he almost dies. But he doesn't die, and instead she kisses him. She finally makes a move. And you're just like, oh, what a, like, amazing moment. They just had this exhilarating jump, and then she kisses him, and... And you know what? This is, like, look, I don't want to plug The Bachelor, but this is, like, exactly what happens on The Bachelor. They must have watched this movie because every... They start getting these dates where there's always, like, bungee jumping, or there's always something with heights. Mm -hmm. And then when they're done, they're like... We've really grown as a couple because we've gone through something together. And it's like, no, you just had an adrenaline experience. Well, they say that, though, um, that you release these chemicals during that adrenaline rush. And then you look at the person that you're with when you have that happen. And you start to feel more feelings or something. I read that recently about dating. Yeah, so I think that's why they do that a lot on The Bachelor because it is like this. It feels like you've gone through something. Yeah, it's kind of like those team building exercises, but it's just with a couple. I know, and, and they usually don't pick the person they went through that with, by the way, on The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. I've never really watched. Um, you should. It's amazing. Anyway. Yeah, but so, yeah, they have this happen. They have this kiss, and you're just like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, and it's a good kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as screen kisses go, this is like a big, passionate, they're in the water, and the waves are, like, moving them, and it's... It's sweet. It's really good. And then he feels like he's on top of the world, you know? Of course. He, you know, then you see him. He goes surfing again, and he runs into all the snow. Which, by the way, this is the first part. I don't know what it is about him in this scene, Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I'm kind of attracted to you right now. You look kind of cute. Not even that his body is fabulous, because he kind of... He's so confident. He, it's, yes, it's this confidence. I think it's this, like, wet... And I've never been into, like, long hair, but I'm just like, he's got this, like... Oh, my God, like, I love long hair. Yeah, and he's just kind of like this surfer, dude, you know? And you're just like, oh, God, you're kind of hot. Also, you know, the way that they don't make Sarah a bitch, they start to make him more of a person here because he compliments Peter. Yes. He says, like, I was going through Sarah's iPod, and I, found, I actually listened to one of your songs. He says something like, it was a dark gothic Neil Diamond, and he goes, he's like, fuck, that is exactly what I'm going for. 
I love like, that. why are you so cool? <laughs> and then he finds out. Oh, yeah. We get this moment where they're finally kind of bonding and having a nice time. And he says, um, you know, like, I don't know how you put up with Sarah for five years. Uh, you got, like, four years on me. Mm, 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 and mm. Peter's like, what? You were dating her for a year? And he's like, yeah, I thought you knew that the last year of your relationship I've been fucking your girlfriend. Which, which by the way, like, I thought you knew. Like, really, dude? Like, you think that I it was just, yeah, I was just cool with it, you know? Like, I, come on. But, but it also, you know, it shows makes you. Sarah into such a worse person to find out that she was cheating on him for a whole year. And then I love how his reaction is to just start splashing him. <laughs> like, that's gonna do. He's just like, you're not supposed to fuck someone else's girlfriend. And he's just like splashing him and he's just like, stop He's it. like, I'm sorry I offended you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see him catch a wave. Yeah, then he's like, you know, fuck this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finally surf this thing. And then he crashes into Aldous and hurts him and and he saves him, though. He does save him. Yeah, he knocks Coral's- him out in the water, and Aldous gets, like, coral stuck in his leg. And- yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like, I didn't like seeing that. I was yeah, like, Yeah, oh, and then shit, he, when they, they get up there, he pulls the coral out, and Peter says he's got a hard time with blood, and he does because he immediately passes out. <laughs> and then he wakes up in Sarah's room, and she's comforting him. Yes, which you're like, whoa, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. And then he just immediately is like, I know. Yeah. You were... Yeah, do you want to hear something funny? Yeah. It's a real gas. I like yeah. That. And like then... You, how could you have been fucking him for a whole year? And, uh... And it's a hard scene, but it is this great moment between them where they didn't get to have that breakup talk before. No, it was just the... That really short scene. Rip the band-aid off, it's done. Yeah, and... He gets to confront her with this. He confronts her, and she has answers, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's like, how could you be doing this? And he says this horrible thing where he says, like, maybe if you had tried harder. Mm. It's so unhealthy to say we broke up because you didn't try harder. Yeah. It's all on you. And that's when she says this whole thing about how she did try, and he was really hard to live with. It's just like it was hard to take care of you once you stopped taking care of yourself. And, like, you know, it, was, it just kind of looks like, a again he was just kind of comfortable with what it was and you see and him in the like sweatpants. Job. Yeah. He's in a he's in a depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the sweatpants montage of him wearing the same sweatpants for 7 days. Yeah. And he says um oh relate. what if they were oh god. Sean John. He said if they yeah, were Sean John. Oh, what if they were Sean John it'd be fine because they were Costco and it's which, by the way, whatever happened to Sean John? I was like, that just again dates it. Because I'm like, I haven't heard that brand name in years. Now it's always Yeezy, Yeezy. You know, so I'm like, whoa. And she's like, that's not the reason why. Yeah, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get what she's saying. He's He thinks like, oh, you're so shallow. That mm-hmm. it's the brand of sweatpants that bothers you. And she's like, no, you were depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, we find out that she did try. She took all these classes and she talked to a therapist and she talked to her mom and that nothing helped. Yeah. And, you know, I, I get they where she's coming. Yeah, I get where she's coming from, but I'm still like, but you were fucking someone else at the end. Well, and, yeah, that doesn't help. And, um, yeah, so you feel... But it's a nice moment to redeem her a little bit, mm-hmm. but she, it's not all her fault. He wasn't a great person to be in a relationship with either. Yeah, yeah. Not so. an excuse to cheat on somebody for a year. No. And then he, is this now the point where he gets kicked out of his room, right? He does get kicked out. Now he's in the room next door to Sarah. And she's already like, did you follow me out here? And now he's just like, I swear this is the only room that was available. And she's not having it. She's just no, like. No, that would be terrible. Uh, so. They're in those cute little bungalows, which I stayed in. 
That's amazing. <laughs> he um, was so amazing. I, Brad and I are like wandering through trying to find the exact bungalow that Sarah Marshall oh stayed in. Oh my god, that is amazing. Because <laughs> that's not the one we got, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and then we get this dinner scene where Mila Kunis and Jason Siegel are going out to dinner. And behind them are Aldous and Sarah. And Aldous is in this shirt, this Tommy Bahama shirt that Sarah bought him that he didn't want to wear. And which, he complains about the whole time. Which is so funny because then you see her have the montage of remembering the good things about Peter and how he would wear whatever the hell whatever she got. Whatever dumb thing she got. She got, she she got him a purse. She got him a purse. She got him a stupid hat. And, you know, he was just wearing it. He's like, my girlfriend got this for me. Yeah, he was just so sweet and supportive. And you So know, you can see that she's now starting to kind of feel like, God, I, I miss. Made a mistake. Yeah, I, I, I miss this guy. And here, here it was, like, pulling teeth, getting uh, my new boyfriend to wear this stupid button shirt. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, it's like they're, they're in Hawaii. Is anybody going to look twice if they see a guy in a Tommy Bahama shirt? Like, not really, you know? Well, and who wants to date somebody who, if you do get them something and they wear it, they bitch about it the whole time. Like, forget it. No, yeah. Yeah, he says at one point, I don't want to have dinner with them. They'll see me in the shirt. And she's like, you're in the shirt anyway. It's just insane. <laughs> yeah, because um, there's no more tables by the time Sarah and Aldous get there. And Peter kind of half-heartedly is like, well, of course, you're welcome to join us. And he's like turning around to leave. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so there they are on a double date. And he says, he apologizes to Rachel and is like, I didn't think she'd say yes. And she goes... I did because mm. she had that encounter with Sarah earlier where Sarah was like, you're so pretty and Peter's such a great guy. He's like the best guy. And and you can tell that she's starting she, to get a little jealous. Yeah, that's that scene where she says all that to Mila Kunis. I love how she cries because it's such a realistic, like she's kind of talking and she's like, he's such a good guy. And she kind of starts to get teary and she tries to push it back. And, and then Mila Kunis, she offers her fucking Kleenex. She's like, do you need some Kleenex? Um, it's such a realistic cry, though. I love it. Because that's how I cry, where you're like, no, and she kind of shakes her hands off, like, it's like, okay. Like, let me just not do this right now. Yeah. But um, then you see that she's starting to get a little catty with yeah, her. They start drinking a lot of wine, mm-hmm. except for Aldous, who's an alcoholic. He just gets cranberry soda or mm-hmm. cranberry splash spills or it all over the shirt and is like i think i made the shirt better and it's like such an asshole get over the shirt dude like yeah and it's so mean yeah i could never date not just for that reason but i could never date all this no no <laughs> no oh yeah and all also makes a comment saying that he feels like he doesn't believe in monogamy it sounds like because he's saying he feels like he life is so to... short he should be able to just fuck whoever he wants whenever she you know he says, uh, she says something about like, oh no, he's just saying that. That's not really what he thinks. And he's like, no, it is what I think. So it's like, oh, I'm learning something new that this is not going to be what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And her relationship is falling apart. Meanwhile, she's sitting next to Peter and Rachel who are blossoming, sharing a piece of chocolate cake. Oh my God. She's feeding it to him with a fork. And it's yes. like, oh And my it's God. like an orgasmic piece of cake. Yeah. 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 It's like, a, <laughs> and you're just like, holy shit, this is like the worst double date ever. Right. And so. So she starts to be catty. She mentions to Rachel, kind of makes this uh, jab saying, I would never live in Hawaii. She feeds Peter a piece of cake and then she drops the spoon like 
so hard and just dives in for like a makeout session. Well, before she, <laughs> but before she does that, she's like, I like living here. Oh, she says that after. And that there's no dog walkers or <laughs> stylists here. Oh, yeah, yeah, here. yeah. Where she's like, it's so hard. There's yeah. no stylists here. But then she, she's like, I like living here. And then just straight up kisses him. It's so good. It's, it's like a big burn. fuck you. Yeah, a big burn. And I, I love it. It's I'm such a classy way to <laughs> yeah, It's great. So then we get to the scene. The sex scene. Yes. Which I love that Peter's like, are you sure you're not too drunk too? He's the nicest guy. Yeah, he's there about to have sex and he's like, are you sure you're not too drunk to me, Lacunas? And she's like, stop being so sensitive. But you know what? Don't stop because I am so into Oh, it. no, no. I love it. I love it. It's because it's like there's not... How many times in movies do you see the people get drunk and the guy doesn't make sure that there's consent? Right. Yeah, and I remember in health class a million years ago learning mm-hmm. that if you're if a girl is intoxicated, then there is no consent because you can't consent when you're intoxicated mm-hmm. or inebriated or whatever the legal term is. Yeah, no, but I think it was really I liked that he did that. You know, it's such a little thing to throw into a movie, but they kept it in there because he's so nice. I love it, and then. They start. They start having like yeah, really like, good sex, pa- passionate, right? And mm-hmm. like to the point where Sarah Marshall is. They're sharing a wall. Yeah, their beds are both like mirrored up against this wall, kind of. Mm-hmm. And she starts to hear, it and she wakes up from this sleep to hear them having this pretty loud sex, and she immediately wakes up Aldous and is like, "Make love to me." And he's, and he's like, just get on lay- top, I can't do it, or something, yeah, I'm she, tired. And I just also love how he's clearly, like, this such a sexual man that he, like, doesn't even have to get warmed up. He's just like, okay, yeah, just whatever, you know, just get on top. It's like he's just always ready to go, I guess. I don't know. So she starts to try to purposely let the couple next door know that I'm also having sex. And oh, yeah, she starts screaming. To the point where... Aldous is just kind of looking up at her, and you can tell he's like, what is going on? Yeah, and then they hear it, and they start screaming, and they're, it's, you know, they're a team kind of doing this back to her, but she's just by herself, because Aldous doesn't want to have anything and to do He's not even this. participating to the point where he then just stops. Yeah, he breaks up with her. And he's like, you know, I've heard of a fake female oh orgasm, but I've never seen one, and I'm very, what did he say, offended, or that was really upsetting? Something, but the, the idea that he's like, I've heard that... Women can fake it, but I've never seen it. Go fuck yourself. It's also <laughs> like, like, go fuck yourself all this. Yes. That's such a terrible. Because he's such a great lover. And it's also like, and if you're a good faker, you won't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you won't know that it's not real. No, I think most men don't know. No. No. If you're a good actress. Mm-hmm. And I think men are usually too concerned with their own stuff. They can be pretty selfish in bed, that's for sure. It almost sounds like she's in pain, the way she's screaming. Oh, my God. It's like guttural. Yeah, and and... It's like childbirth screaming. Yeah, right? She does sound like she's given birth. Or she's lifting weights and she pulled a muscle, got a hernia or something. So, yeah, they're having that happen. He breaks up with her and he's like, I'm going to be leaving in the morning. Yeah, and then she's like, I hate your music. I hate your music. I hate your tattoos. You're full of shit. And he says, I fucked the maid. I fucked the housekeeper last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you're just like... Oh, shit. Like, what a cold breakup, though. He is like, I'm done. And now she gets broken up with while naked. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Full circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. 
But But now she's on the prowl for Peter. She's like, I'm going to get him back. Yeah, and Mila Kunis and him have, like, this great relationship. They say this thing about, he says, like, after they have sex and they're, like, spooning, he says, you know, like, I just love spending time with you. And she's like, me too. And it's this great moment. And then in the morning, he's like, I meant what I said. And she's like, I did too. And they're finally, like, a couple. Which, again, like, as a single woman, (laughs) I just want, I see that and I just want to, like, blow my brains out a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, how realistic. You'll have one night together and then it's immediately, like, can I see you again tonight? Like, okay. Well, she does work where he's staying, so it's, like, reasonable. (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying. I'm a little cynical about that. (laughs) Like, what about the part that after you sleep with a guy, he gets freaked out and he retreats for a little bit, you know? Yeah, she is, like, sneaking off when he wakes up. Mm -hmm. And then she comes back when she's like, oh, hey, you know, I have to go to work. Never (laughs) happens in movies is that couples the morning after never seem to have morning breath. They seem to just kiss just fine in the morning. I'm like, I don't know. Also, okay, in movies... They always wake up and they're naked. Mm-hmm. After sex, do people not put on pajamas? I mean... I put on pajamas afterwards. I... I, I don't want to sleep naked. <laughs> I've, like, literally only slept naked a couple times, and it was by myself because it was so hot in my room, and I, my place in L.A. for a time did not have air conditioning, and one time Ugh. I was so hot, I slept naked. And I was like, oh, it was kind of pleasant to sleep naked, but I can't see myself ever comfortably sleeping naked next to a guy because like it just would be weird I don't know well it's also like do they not do anything afterwards like you have sex and then you just pass out because you're so exhausted I don't even know (laughs) I don't even know like I that always bothers me when I see it yeah so there's a couple things that but you're so right every single movie they're naked in the morning wrapped up in the covers and nobody has morning breath nobody has to get up and brush their teeth they just get straight back to kissing again well yeah and girls are always in makeup yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Which it's, by the way, you should not sleep in your makeup. No. It's terrible for your skin. It's really bad for your skin. Um, so yeah, she, they're, they're going to be seeing each other again. And now we get this montage of Happy Peter. Oh my God. Where he's like a guest at a wedding and he's uh, in the spa with all these old women and he's going down the slide with these children. By the way, I went down that slide. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and so yeah, he's having a great time. It's like this... You know, I hate to be, like, in love because it's, like, I don't think he can he's in, be. He's in infatuation. That's yeah, the early part. It's like a, in lust. It's the beginning of that honeymoon stage where it's, like, I, nobody can tell me that this isn't going to be my person, you know. But I love how he kicks it off as he's at breakfast and he's been, like, having a pineapple with rum in the mornings. And he's, like, you know what? I will not have an alcoholic beverage this morning, thank you. And that's, like, his thing. Yeah, so because happy. he doesn't, he's not depressed. He's feeling great. And he's, like, I don't need to numb myself. I just love that's like the kickoff. It's so cute. It is really cute. And, um, you know, it's interesting that a lot of times when people are sad, they drink, which I've had that happen before. And, you know, at the end of the day, alcohol is a depressant. So it's, yeah, it doesn't help. It makes it worse actually. So it's kind of amazing to see him be like, wake up and be like, I'm feeling great. Yeah, you know? I don't need it. Mm-hmm. And then his happy montage ends with him seeing Aldous leaving and he finds out that Aldous and Sarah broke up. And that he's going to London, and he's just like, oh, shit. And Aldous is like, now maybe y'all can get back together. Yeah. He's like, now it's clear for you two. Or all three three of you. (laughs) He's such a nice guy. He's like, I don't even think I have the sexual competency to pull this off. And Aldous is like, yeah, it's a gift. (laughs) He's just like, oh, my God, get over yourself. And also gross. And then he gets picked up by, like, a limo, right? Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to fuck my driver tonight. (laughs) What a little whore, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I who has that stamina? You know, I believe that Russell Brand does. There's something about him. Maybe just he. I think seen... he said that before, and maybe I'm mistaken, but I think he said that he's a sex addict. Yeah, I could see that very much. Like he kind of oozes that kind of. He's a little act. too good at this part. Yeah, it mm-hmm. seems like he's playing himself a little bit. I hate to say it. But. Yeah, and I read that this part was actually, Jason Segel wrote it for Charlie Hunnam, who was on Undeclared with him, who's, he was like Jack's Teller in Sense of Anarchy. He's British. I don't know. Who oh my know. God, he's so handsome. There is a poster of him in my closet. I will show you when we're done. Oh my God. <laughs> you are so good with actors' names. I'm just like, oh yeah, that guy. Well, that oh yeah, my, that girl. My friend Sheena made the poster for my bachelorette party. And she was like, who does Jessica, who's Jessica attracted to that I would like also? And so she made a big poster of Charlie Hunnam. That is amazing. But it, but a part ended up being perfect for Russell Brand. No, I mean, absolutely perfect. I, I feel like it was written for him. You I know? know. He's so good in it. Um, and that's the end of him for the movie. Yeah, we don't see any more of him. And uh, and then he sees Sarah to go com- <sighs> to go comfort her. He goes her. to comfort Sarah. It's all wrong. Yeah, it's like you should just. Stay away. Yeah, like you don't need to go talk to your ex about the guy that she was cheating on you with and be like, I'm so sorry it didn't work out. Crying. And then she says, like, I made a horrible mistake. And then she starts kissing him. And he's not into it. Well, but at he first lets he's it happen. like, stop pulling your face towards me. Like, he yeah. doesn't want it at first. <laughs> and then he caves. And then it's like they start to, like, try to, like, take each other's clothes off. Oh, yeah. That scene makes me so uncomfortable, too, because she's, like, begging for him back, and he's like, tell me you're sorry. Yeah. And, and, like, it's just a gross... Like, him in that scene is so gross to me, where it's like, tell me you're sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then so he, it doesn't matter, because he can't get hard anyway. Yeah, they start they start trying to have sex, and he can't get hard, and so she gives him... It's <laughs> such an awkward little moment. It's like, I've never seen anything like that in a movie before. I know, but... I. The patriarchy. This is the patriarchy. We never, it's like a myth that men can't get hard. Yeah, almost. yeah. And she's just like, well, do you need my hands? And he's like, no, 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 I got it. And she's like, do you need my mouth? And finally he's like, yeah, I guess, you know, try yeah, if you want to do that. And so, yeah, she starts to try to give him oral sex. Oral sex. And it's just not happening. She's like, and what's she's like, wrong? What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he's like, nothing's wrong with me. Maybe it's because you broke my heart. Into a million pieces, mm-hmm. he says. And, my, and he's like, what does he say? My cock doesn't want to be yeah. around you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so he leaves, and he immediately goes and tells Rachel, and tells Rachel, and she is surprise, surprise, not very happy. No, he's like, we did some stuff, and we fooled around, and she's like, you need to get out of here. Yeah. So not only does she kick him out of the hotel, and she's she, holding back tears, and she's like, don't call me, don't, don't write me, don't, don't email me, don't write me. Like I guess <laughs> I mean we had texts back then. I remember when I saw this movie, we had text, but I just thought that was interesting. Like, don't you dare send me any snail mail, <laughs> like. <laughs> I won't, I won't have any of it. Um, well, and also don't email me is not something I've ever said to somebody. No, email is like for business or for like <laughs> retail shopping. Like that's like, you know, confirmation of your order. That's what I use email <laughs> for. Um, so yeah, there's, he's going back to LA and immediately he gets on the plane and, oh wait, I almost forgot. He, he gets the topless picture back. Yes. And gets the shit beaten out of him. Which, yeah, she was accurate. That guy would try to kill him. He did. Um, but he gets the picture and he hands it to her. It's his act of, you know, contrition. And then he's the right leaving. Word. Yeah, and then he's leaving and the other men who work at the hotel are, are giving com- him hugs. <laughs> They're comforting him. And he gets on the plane and immediately sees an ad where Sarah Marshall is like, I always fly Hawaiian Airlines and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, could you imagine dating <sighs> someone who's famous and you cannot get away from them? It's got to be really hard. I don't even know, like... I kind of dated a guy who got a little successful, 
and it got a little obnoxious when it didn't work out and I like saw him on like a like a lot of stuff that it just I had to start like muting a bunch of things on Instagram and on Twitter and stuff because I was like I'm like I'm not gonna be able to like stop thinking about this person if their fucking stupid face keeps popping up where it's like um you're dating somebody and then they become famous and break up with you oh my god could you which is like thanks for with you this whole time thanks for showing who you really fucking are right seriously um so yeah you see him and he's black and blue from being beaten up (laughs) from getting that topless photo but again the nice guy he went and got that photo and she's like get out of here and then you can (laughs) tell when she you know, with the photo that she was like, wow, he he did that for me. So then we go to, we see... Which, by the way, I don't know how that evens it out. <laughs> I let my girlfriend perform a little bit of oral sex on me, but I got this topless picture of you back, so we call it, call it even. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. But, I mean, he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. And then we see him... He goes back to L.A. And he just starts working on himself, which, by the way... Again, I'm like, wow, you know, sometimes I wish my life was a movie. Maybe I'd be able to pull myself up a little more because, like, when I'm sad, now he's going through two losses, Sarah and now Rachel. And she says, Rachel, when she breaks up with him, says, you shouldn't be in a relationship with anyone right now, Mm -hmm. which is 100% true. Which I understand that, too. You shouldn't go from a a five-and-a-half-year relationship to three weeks of breakup and then jump into something. No, it's gonna, it's it's definitely gonna crash and burn. Um, and I love that in this movie is we do get that time for him to clean himself up. Yeah, and you see that he's he's gonna work on this Dracula musical. He's cleaning his apartment. He. I love the song. Working out. The scene though of him having that moment where he's depressed, <laughs> he's drinking, and he's singing about needing to go to a psychiatrist and all that. I'm like, oh my god, this is like my life. That's like so I, I I write songs and sometimes when I'm really sad, I'm like. Just do something like that. So I was like, whoa. I loved that part. Um, it just seemed real. Because, uh, you know, it, it wasn't like this perfect montage of him. Like, everything's going well. You yeah. see him, like, a little bit have some hiccups. And he has to pick himself up. Mm-hmm. There's just so much vulnerability in this movie from yeah. him. And I love that so much. I'm so attracted to him. I know. He's very, very, uh, yeah. I never thought I was, like, attracted to him. But now I'm like, oh, yeah. He's... He's a sweetheart. I think I started to think, oh, he's kind of handsome when they were in the ocean together. Well, and I think also, like, for women, as you get older, that kind of, like, nice, vulnerable, it just becomes so much more attractive to Than the hot jerk. Yeah, because I think when we're growing up, we're supposed to like the bad, Mm -hmm. the bad boy who you're supposed to change, which is such a hard thing to learn. Like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. You can't change him. Yeah, no, uh, I've learned that lesson. Or have I learned that lesson? I don't know. Um, so, so, yeah, so... He puts on his Dracula musical. He finishes it. He finishes it, and you see all of a sudden Rachel's going through mail at the hotel, mm-hmm. and he has invited her. What a what an invitation. It's just like a red a flyer. Zero. It's like a flyer. Red just a zero. flyer from around town. Also, wow, like, that's kind of bold. Like, hey... Leave, it is bold. Leave Hawaii and come see my show. I think he was just throwing out the net. Like, let's see if this works. We see the end of the play. It says, to a sold-out crowd. Not only is it sold out, but it's quite the production. When with you puppets. Think with puppets and, like... Musical numbers. It's great. They have, like, musicians, everything. And I was just like, what's the... I'd see it. Well, I would. I totally would. But also, I'm like, how much did it cost to put that on? You'd have to get some financing. 
Yeah. It doesn't look like it's a huge theater. I mean, it could definitely be, like, a small theater in North Hollywood or, like, yeah. Pasadena. But still, you're like, whoa, all those puppets, everything, the production, the stuff that comes from, drops from the ceiling, everything. is like, so they're performing the closing number, and he looks out into the audience. He sees. She's clapping. Rachel's there. And he's just like, whoa. And he makes the little face where he's like. Yeah, she can't. Like, what do you think? Which, not to draw a parallel to Never Been Kissed Again, but I love in these movies their little looks because, like, uh, it reminded me of that look in Never Been Kissed when she's, like, holding onto the mic and he hasn't come and she's like, oh, well. Oh, she well. gets that little face. Yeah, it is and a very similar. like, little face of, like, well, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> and then afterwards she's praising him. Yes. For this musical, she's like, oh, my God, it's you so, did it. It's such an awkward conversation, too. It is a little weird because it's like, okay, well, what, what now, you know? Yeah, and he says, how long are you in town? And she says, open-ended. And also, how about she says, you didn't call? And he goes, you told me not to. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, open-ended, I'm going to look into some schools. Which, again, I, I see this and I'm just like, no, everything's working out. That's so oh, great. Like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so, so glad that you're moving back to L.A. and you're going to go to school. And he put on his fucking Dracula play. And now y'all are just going to be happy together. And Because, you know what? I'm, Wow. As someone who lives in L.A., I watch that and go, why would you leave Hawaii? <laughs> right? It is so beautiful. I mean, L.A. is great, and I love living here, but, oh, my God, if I could live in Hawaii. I know. I've, n- I've never even been. I need to plan a trip. Um, I've only been to do movie tours, apparently. <laughs> well, I, you know, everybody in my family has been but me, and I'm it's like. It's the best. I know. I need to plan a trip. You know, It's amazing. I love Hawaii so much. Like, every once in a while when it gets rainy and I look out onto the Verdugo Hills in Burbank, I'm like, that kind of looks like Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she he goes then to go backstage, I guess, to change yeah, out of leave, his. They kind of leave each other then. Yeah, and he's getting out of his unitard, his black <laughs> skin tight, and he's like, it's a little itchy. We see her go back to the car, and then she's like, what? What? What did I do? I need to go back and see him. Like, I came here for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she walks in, and there he is, naked, naked again with his dick out. You know. But he's on the phone. He was going to call her. He was. But he was on his Motorola flip phone. But it's just great because, like, I don't know. You see all the, these scenes and all these different angles where you have to see Jason Siegel's penis. And, you know, it's, it seems like it's probably a couple days worth of filming with his dick out. He clearly yeah. does not care. He's like, hey, it's... It's here. You know, it's big. But it's also nice because it's always women that have to be topless. No, I love it. I think it's hysterical. But, yeah, so I... Again, he's he's... Stark naked, holding the cell phone because he was getting ready to call her. She walks in and she's like, I miss you. And I did like that there was also a full circle thing because when Sarah broke up with him, he like tells her while he's naked, like, will you just hold me so you feel like Mm -hmm. what it's like to be with me again? And then she's like, I miss you. Uh, Rachel's like, I miss you. And she holds him. Yeah, she, he tries to say something, but she goes in for the kiss before he can really get out his sentence. Yeah. And it's like, well, might as well be naked. I'm sure they're going to have sex (laughs) backstage. Well, and it's, he got broken up with naked and then he got started in a relationship naked. Yeah. It's like a little bit full circle there. And I also, in this movie, the, there's a little bit of like role reversal. Women have the power in this. Mm -hmm. Like the woman is the one who breaks up with him and... Rachel's the one that makes the move successfully on him. She kisses him in the water, and then she kisses him here. She is in control. Yeah, she's definitely wearing the pants and making everything happen. And I, I, I love how it ends. Then you hear Aldous Snow's song "Inside You" playing as the movie <laughs> closes, and you see what like a mu- muppet, the two happy, the Dracula puppet, and and the the love interest puppet. I don't know what I, the love interest I, puppet's name is. It's sweet. It's really sweet the way it ends, and you're just like, oh, they're happy. And then we find out 
during the credits that Sarah Marshall got a new show with Jason Bateman called Animal Instinct. <laughs> so where at, she's a, a pet psychic who's solving crimes. And so everything's going to be okay for Sarah Marshall too. Yeah, it's a great it's a great movie. I you know again I hadn't seen this in years, so I forgot how funny it is, how entertaining it is. I really enjoyed that. So when was the when was the last time you saw this movie? And like, do you think it still holds up? I probably saw this movie, oh God. I mean, I think I've seen this movie like probably 500 times. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times over and over. It is one of my favorite movies. So the last time might have been like a few months ago. And it's so good. I still love it so much. And it was hard. I'm. This is probably why I like watching movies alone because I'm watching you watch this. And I know that you hadn't seen it well. And I keep wanting to be like, is she liking it? Oh, my God. No, I I keep wanting to look over like, did she think that joke's funny? And there's my favorite line in this movie that I say all the time (laughs) to people is uh, Jonah Hill keeps trying to give Aldous Snow his demo. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's like, did you listen to my demo? Like, what would you think? And Aldous Snow says, like, "Um, I was going to listen to it, but then I just went on with my life. (laughs) Living my life. I love that, too. That was funny. Yeah, I'd be down for a rewatch. I, I, I'm glad that I got to watch it again. It had been, I remembered a couple things when you mentioned this is the one you wanted to do. I remembered the full frontal. <laughs> I remembered the puppet musical. And I remembered the sex scene. Yeah. And, and then there's like so much more to it. And you're just like, oh, this movie is great. So yeah, I loved well, it. And there's, you know, uh, Sarah Marshall's a TV actress. And at the time, Kristen Bell was on Veronica Mars, one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Uh-huh. And I was reading that she, before she shot that scene about her show getting canceled, she had just found out that Veronica Mars was canceled. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Yeah, sometimes life is a little insane with like those kind of coincidences. That's yeah. crazy. So, wow. And um, this is the, the start of her movie career. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, had a, she's had a great career, and all of them, really. Everybody yeah. in this. I mean, Jason Segel's kind of I haven't left. seen him. Well, I saw him on the Colbert show. Um, and he was saying how, like, he's not really making movies because he had to write all of the movies he mm-hmm. got parts in, that he wasn't just getting offered parts. And so he was just kind of over it. Yeah. So I miss him. I wish he would come back and film more stuff because I'm so into him. But, uh, yeah, everyone else has done really well. And right. Mila Kunis and Kristen Bell do the Bad Moms movies now. Oh, that's right. They are in yeah. those together. That's so fun. And they're producers. They're, like, winning Hollywood. Amazing. For women over 30. Right? Thank you. There's a happy ending for we us. We need more of that. <laughs> I love it. So that was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And um, we'll be back with another episode with uh, a guest. Yeah, we're, so we're going to start having guests to bring on their favorite romantic comedies so we can talk about them and why they love or hate them and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so we'll reveal the guests as they come. And so thank you for listening. I hope you watched this movie because it is so good. Oh my god, please do. I'm sure it's on like iTunes or something. You got to watch it. It's, it's on TV all the time. Okay, I catch well. it all the time and then I just watch the rest of it. Perfect. So thank you so much for listening, y'all. And uh, you'll be hearing from us again soon. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>